0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz pianist Joey Alexander. He took some time out of his schedule to talk about his sixth studio album and his latest 2020 CD called Warna. It's out on Verve Records. Originally from India, he stormed America and the international scene since arriving in New York City back in 2014. He's 16 now and he talked about averaging about 100 shows a year for some years now. He's wise beyond his age and hopes that this album will vault him past the jazz prodigy Hoopla. We talked about a lot of aspects of his life including at 8 when he played with Herbie Hancock who was visiting Jakarta as a UNESCO Goodwill Ambassador. So please get to know Joey and Dig this interview, my friends.
1: So, hey, Joey, this has been a long time coming. Thanks for taking a minute out to talk with me on Jazz. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Appreciate you, my.
1: Your sixth studio album, a major release on Dvorak Records, is a wonderful album. And I know that everybody gets caught up in the whole child prodigy thing and all of the all of the things that have gone into who you are as a musician. But do you see? The evolution of this album is kind of you stepping out to a different light, or or how do you view this album?
2: Yeah, I feel like it's the stepping stone of you know my next step of my music career, and you now with Vogue know, Records, it's a great start, and I'm very thankful that with this album, one you know I've more original compositions, and also I've added you know two people on the album, uh, Seco, King Don, and Drummond. On suits, you know, adding their colors <laughs> and their
1: personality and style of playing to the music. With each successive album, you stay pretty busy. How many shows do you think you perform a year?
2: Wow, that's a good question. I like the question. Uh, you know, that's super busy. But at least, you know, when I do a show in a year, I would say 80, 80 concerts. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's, uh, that's that's a lot of action.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, play regularly. I just, you know, do some concert halls or some jazz clubs. You know, like, I I do, I will do some jazz clubs in D.C., Washington, D.C., and and Seattle.
1: Has there been a show in recent memory that you can think of that was just magical? You, you had a moment on stage or there was a, you know, an audience member, a light bulb went off. Was was there a particular show that you can think back in your career that you're like, wow, that was special?
2: You know, I think every show that I did is always, we have a great time, you know, great moments. Because I think, you know, for me, you know, the music will always, you know, take us to another place, you know, for people, you know, to enjoy.
1: So that, to me, is you
2: know, what matters us as musicians, you know.
1: Yeah. Who do you think in your life, whether it's parents or mentors or others around you, who do you think is the most responsible for your success? Well, first is
2: family. But, yeah, I think, you know, it's the, I always believe in God's gift. I'm here sharing this music, water. <laughs> I think that I'm sharing, you know, for people to enjoy. For God's given time. And I think that's how, you know, is within... Each of these positions, each one of them, to share the gift. they definitely my parents, you know, always supported me every step, you know, that, that we take. And we always, you know, trust that the music will bring us to, you know, to reach out to more people. And I hope, I'm hoping that, you know, this album, one, will reach more to people wherever they are. I am definitely the people who have you know supported me both and management and all the team who are backing up. So, you know,
1: they have been important in my in my life. Yeah, but definitely really, is yes, my parents. What was the first live jazz show that you ever saw that really moved you? I don't know, I don't remember exactly. Uh, just seeing you
2: know, musicians listening to each other and having this, you know, musical conversation it that really was interesting to me. I wanted to be part of that experience and you know, playing with people. What do you like best about being a musician? You know, I could travel, see different places. It's a wonderful thing and you know, different people and, you know, recording. I get to record music to share it. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's a big responsibility to be a musician because you always have to always be be above yourself every time. It takes a lot of risk to be different. But it's a wonderful thing to be a musician, absolutely.
1: Is there is there something about you that maybe people don't realize? You know, just something. You know, you have a persona. You have this career. You're you're pretty well known. Is there something about you that maybe people don't know that maybe they should know about who you are? Not much. <laughs> you know, I
2: I like to have my music speak. Uh, you know, definitely, I'm always prioritize the music first, you know. I want people to to hear the music with their own ears and see it out, you know, not not how old I am. That's my, what I want to say to whoever, you know, who's listening to my music.
1: Are you ever nervous on stage, or is it just a natural extension of who you are? Do you just feel natural on stage? I get nervous, even now. <laughs> even to, You know, whenever I
2: step out there and pray for people, Especially, I think, you know, when I feel so close to the audience, that's where I feel that a little bit, that energy, I don't know what the energy would be. But, well, sometimes, you know, you don't know what the audience would expect. But I always try to be positive. I just, I just want to, you know, share whatever I want to share and focus on what I'm going to do and be thankful to God. And be always, you know, stay a prayer. That's why uh, this is our prayer. Uh, on the album. So it's based on that before we do a performance, we join in together and being thankful of why we're here. Musicians, you know, having a chance to perform for people to enjoy. So that's, that to me, that matters, you know, for musicians to always be humble and to be thankful of what opportunity you have and to be serious about it.
1: So, if music wasn't your path, this wasn't something that you did, and you had to choose another career, another thing to do with your life, what are you good at? What would you do, other than music? To be honest, I, will, I don't know what,
2: what I would do without music. For me, it's like only one path. So, I think music has given me that path you know, for me to have a you know, career and to to have fans, you know, my fans, you know, listening to my music, and to create my own music. So that, to me, is such a blessing.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I, I don't know what I would do
2: <laughs> if I didn't play music.
1: Yeah, cool. I like it. So when you were eight, Herbie Hancock came to Jakarta as the UNESCO Goodwill Ambassador. That had to be mm-hmm. a pretty big moment to meet somebody as, as big and as talented as Herbie.
2: Yeah, that was yeah, absolutely a, a great moment for me to... It was just that one chance, you know, to meet somebody like Herbie. It was very encouraging. And that's what I got from Herbie, meaning Herbie. I got that encouragement from Herbie, you know, to, to always elevate myself, keep playing this music and see how, how far I can go, I guess. <laughs> Amazing, you know, to, you know, have the support, like, from Herbie or, you know, Winton or Three years after that, I just say four years after
1: that meeting with Herbie, and and they've given you advice, and now you've been around long enough. You could give somebody advice. What advice would you give a young musician that's starting out in jazz? That's true. and I yeah I always
2: try to be like encouraging, just as you know, masters of this music have encouraged me, and I always find encouraging whenever. I go and meet, you know, students, you know, that, you know, you always have to have appreciating the, the musicians around you and always, you know, start step by step. You know, you have to learn the language learn from, I also learn from other people, not only in class, but also learning from musicians outside of, you know, school. You know, whoever you're checking out, you know, it's, it's good to check out live music. That's how I learn. You run from everybody that you can run from. Of course, you know your teachers, whoever they are, you know, who are teaching you the the language of this music, but also you know, other people too. So that's well, my advice that I would give.
1: Why do you love jazz? <laughs> I do might have
2: answered you, but uh, you know, it's the it's the ability and you know, musicians coming together. There's maybe different backgrounds, but you know, with music, with jazz, and are no boundaries. There, you know, freedom to express oneself, to share whatever you want to share to music, and that—that's just to me to have the conversation. And that's why I feel about this album, Wana, is we having that musical conversation together.
1: My final question is this: with your latest album. You want the listener to get from this experience. How do you want them to feel about what you put out to the world?
2: I I hope that just uh, album will lift them. You know, whenever they're you know they at work or they're or listening to radio, <laughs> hmm. you know, feel empowered to feel that the joy which I always want to share and you know, the joy of music for people to feel that sense of. Empowering themselves, you know, just music can hear, as I've heard, and that I was, I feel that this, this album will, I hope to bring that for people to enjoy, and when they come to my shows, I hope they, after they listen to it, they, you know, share it with their family or their, you know, their friends. I want my music, you know, to, to hear those, you know, who are lonely and who are we need hope. That's that to me. That is very special.
1: And I know I felt the joy. I know my listeners. Well, Joey, thank you for taking a minute out for me. I just yeah, really uh, appreciate it. I mean, you asked
2: me uh, one question just to clarify me. I do mean, I do more than 100 shows. Very cool. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of action. That's good, man. That's very Yeah, cool. yeah.
2: Sometimes I can't catch up. I'm not good with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that
1: it Also, what's the name of the video, man? It's neon, like the like the light, neon jazz. Wow, that's good. That's a good time, neon. You know, Joe Mayo wrote uh, Neon?
2: That's a, uh, that's a good, I like that title. Neon,
0: yeah, that's good.
2: yeah Joe Mayo's song is called Neon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got it, it back. I listened to that a few times, so, yeah, that's a nice title. Nice I like that.
1: <laughs> cool. Joey, hey, thanks again, man. Good luck with everything. I really appreciate your time today.
0: Yeah, thank you, Joe. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in India, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Joey for his time, cool, and stories. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. Visit neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the NeonJazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. jazz.